Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Excalibros. Hey. 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 Uh, Dan, it's been a while. I think we had uh, a few mis- misfires trying to uh, record our traditional episodes. Uh, you know, issues on, on both ends here. Uh, so sorry everybody, we've missed. We've been kind of really lax on the comic book coverage recently. Apologies. Um, but today uh, we're back to cover uh, a new series on Marvel, uh, not Marvel Plus, Disney Plus, uh, Loki. <laughs> they might as well be Marvel Plus. <laughs> I got to tell you, um, I don't really use Disney Plus for anything else. Like, I don't like Star Wars. And every once in a while, I'm like, well, maybe I'll check out The Mandalorian. And then I see a clip. I'm like, oh, no, this is this is everything. I can't be, I can't, I can't, I can't do it, Dan. I just can't do it. Um, <laughs> Watch Clone Wars, that's because they've got the the Tagoski one, the two D one. Mm-hmm. Just watch that. No, I've I've, I've, I've seen Clone Wars before. I just can't, just can't do it. Do it. Uh, yeah, I I can't bring myself to do it. Uh, <laughs> so I only really use uh, Disney Plus for the Marvel stuff anyway. So in my head, it is Marvel Plus. Um, but uh, we're gonna uh, talk about uh, Loki for the next. I assume this is six episodes, Dan, since um, uh, they're so long. Do you have an episode count? I have no idea. Uh, it, it is six episodes because they are pretty um, lengthy. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week we're going to talk about episode number one, Glorious Purpose. Um, and, and Dan, I was, um, you know, overall, I, I kind of really like this episode. Um, it's, it's as I saw a review, uh, the start is sort of reintroducing everyone to who Loki was back in 2012 like who was loki um after the avengers uh, uh the first movie and what would that character be doing and um i thought they did a, a, a nice job of like uh, summarizing where that character was without uh like overly doing it if that makes sense like it was a good re- right. like reintroduction to who that loki character is yeah i think um, um i semi-agree um mm-hmm. like you get to the you you do get what loki was like um uh, uh i forgot how annoying he was um bit. in 20, 2012 um but like yeah you get his sort of stance and um i do think some of the, the scenes were a little too long around the beginning um i don't usually say this about i haven't said this about the other two marvel shows but i feel like this one could have easily been Oof. it's like 50 minutes isn't it or like nearly an hour um, yeah, 50 minutes. I thought this could have easily been 40 minutes um, wow hell I would have I would have maybe shaved it down to half an hour and you'd have still got the same gist. whoa um, but it felt some scenes felt overly long for failed comedic effect uh-huh. uh, this this um, oh god I, I'm just gonna start and I will I will stop eventually um <laughs> um I feel like the the criticism that's leveled at Marvel a lot is anything for a quip or like uh, comedy everywhere. And usually I defend that position because emotions and, and humor and mm-hmm. such part are very human and what we see outside and what we do in our lives. However, this was very much concerned with being 2012 humor of like the Whedon variety um, or Whedon. Um, and until... I don't even like him, but until Owen Wilson uh, turned up, I don't think it had any zing to its comedy. It it, it plays 
it plays very much uh, with the influences um, on display. The, uh, clearly, the writer or the uh, producers have read um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or a lot mm-hmm. of Douglas Adams because the sure. beginning felt very much like with the future tech being old tech as well and everything being like rounded TVs, doorknobs and such well. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated Tower Strong being in a live action show, um, even though she's animated still as the um, clock face. I, I, um, I, uh, <laughs> Tara Strong, uh, great performer, also terrible human being. So like, it's very conflicting for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm glad she's doing work, but also I, screw right, her. This is a revelation. I don't even know why she. Why, I'm going to ask it now. Just try and give me like the cliff notes. Is she just bad? She's just a yeah, and 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 really, uh, I think a lot of success has gone to her head. She's been really sort of, uh, she's got a reputation, and uh, there there are a couple like posts of her being really mean to like Uber drivers and stuff. Just I think she's like I'm a. You'd be surprised how many voice actors feel like they're giant stars in the world, and I think uh, she feels that way. I, so now I found out that Tower Strong, who I really like, oh. and, I, and 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 is evil. And then this weekend, I also found out that Ben Willingham is an absolute arsehole. So <laughs> here's here's um, the thing, though. Basically, you know, every actor is terrible. If you find a good one, it's the rarity. So like, um, I'm just to assume they're all evil. Then yes, they're all they're all bad. So don't don't take it too much to heart. <laughs> I just like not another one. It's like it feels like every other day today. It's week. like when you run into like a good one, then you're like, oh, okay, they're good people. That that's nice. <laughs> but anyway, um, right. So I enjoy the idea and the concept of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I like the sort of uh, in, the tiny infographic, which also reminded me of like I don't know, Federal from the Sun. You know, like the zooming uh, mm-hmm. dates and stuff. Um, I liked like certain elements, but it does wear it too proudly which is ironic because uh one division is all about using um other um shows to sure. sort of show their narrative and such forth but they did it in a, a fantastically cleverer way this one just is like oh we've totally read these books and this is what the time organization is like and like i like some of the concepts for sure which I don't know, a lot of doctor who stuff um but you know, being English um, or British, I hate being either of them. But um, <laughs> it's it's good to see some sort of who in uh-huh. in other places. But um, I think when Owen Wilson comes in uh, uh, as like a Southern Phil Coulson, a Southern American Phil Coulson, um, uh-huh. he, he sort of makes the, the show easier to watch for me. Yeah. Like, Which is like, weird because... Loki on his own is a lot to handle. I, I I totally agree. Especially this version of Loki is like, oh, I need he needs to be interacting with someone else. Please give me another yeah. character. Hiddleston sort of I really like his evolution as a character. So it's kind of mm-hmm. it feels like a almost like a I understand, but it feels like a all that's done away with here's a Loki back to the beginning. And I don't even think Hiddleston can hit the same notes anymore. No, as, no, uh, no. He used to I like the scene where he's indignant uh, um like i would have cut the scene where it's like sign the the literal scene from i believe like umbrella academy or some other thing where it's like sign what you've said everything you've ever said and i feel like i was like i'm pretty sure i've seen this scene in something else that was that scene was definitely like a missed opportunity for for comedy there was like they were they were hinting at it and then they just like gave up on it 
and it just it's sort of like that's because I, I generally cannot remember what happened like obviously he gets the um those terrible cuts with the end game stuff where there's a cut to like hiddleston's face going <laughs> you know like laughing or whatever and it's just like no that's just in the studio don't you don't need these extra like low-key point of view shots just if you're gonna rehash that whole end game moment just rehash end game i don't think there's any end game in there in the is in the end game in the um where they go back and loki get picks up the the oh 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 that that oh right, right. i'm gonna tell you again so i like yeah. I, I we didn't need those shots the audience the general population audience needed those shots to remember what was going on like they needed oh. the end game rehash oh, the end- the end game. That's what I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. Keep the end game. Just don't have the extra shots. They they had extra shots of cutting to lo- like new Tom Hiddleston's. You can even tell it's not the same Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> uh, of him like smirking or looking even more confused that the box is being hit by Ant Man sort of thing. And I'm like, no, we don't need. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't put any more context. It doesn't like contextualize right. the, the events. We just need him picking up the stone. We just need right. the events getting to him picking up the stone shorten it down but you need to like and then him like going through um the beetlejuice waiting room or whatever um i was just like oh all right so hold on let's step back here so um uh in the show uh loki uses the tesseract to escape then he's caught by the time variance alliance i can't even remember what what they're called the 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 timekeepers right uh, and they capture him, and then he's got to be processed. So it, we're talking about the, the the initial part of the show where he's being processed sort of by the the time police. Uh, mm-hmm. And and you're talking about uh, he has to go through like in, uh, a crazy long waiting line uh, where no one else is in there. Um, yeah. And you, you didn't like that scene? I just thought like I didn't mind the animation, which was like here's the exposition um, of mm-hmm. like what this place is and i was like fair enough you're gonna have to do it it's really have it handed but at least you've done it in like a visually different manner as opposed to like some like own wilson would have told him everything um across the table i just it was like take i think it's because it's so it feels like it's been taken from something else so much those those first few scenes there um that i was just like really like the whole take a ticket i was like this this is literally douglas adam like can we not do? I know other people wouldn't. It may be a personal thing because obviously um, not everyone will have read those books or not. But I was like, it just feels so hackneyed, and it's not oh. even funny. Like when they liquidize that guy who doesn't take a ticket, and Loki's like, oh no, gotta get my get to find my ticket. I was like, it's not even remotely. Like I didn't even feel like chuckling or whatever. You know what I mean? Huh. Um, and I've seen like, and it blows my mind that I've seen like heaps of praise for this one at first episode and the same people say that like the falcon and the winter soldier had nothing in it and i'm like we're not watching the same shit um all right well but, like I, I i totally disagree with that uh assessment by other people uh yeah. we we really liked the first episode of of uh falcon and the winter soldier that you know we had our, our complaints with sort of that that show uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Something outreaching its grasp, like its yeah. its intentions outreaching its grasp. Like you try to bite off more than it could chew. Uh, you know, there are issues, but saying there was nothing there is ridiculous. Yeah, it's just this is crazy. People are crazy. Um, also, it might have something to do with um, skin tone. But anyway, yeah. um, what would the thing with Loki is? I feel like it was money in the bank 
And I feel like the producers and the writers think it's money in the bank because he's super powerful, uh, like super popular. Uh, he's a bankable character. Um, he's, he's already had loads of character development. So this should have been like easy sailing. And that's how it feels like it's written. Like it's okay. written so to me with like semi-minimal effort. Um, the actual plot itself, um, Owen Wilson, the big reveal at the end uh, makes more sense that Owen Wilson would pick him um, to help. Sure. But the whole sure. like sort of <clears throat> plot is boiled down into like three segments. It just feels like it's overly long. Like he's in- inevitably going to escape that little room. There's inevitably going to be it, nothing felt. It felt like comfort Marvel. Um, hmm. Which I think what is what Loki kind of represents in a sense is like the comfortable Marvel. I know he was in Far Ragnarok, which is a phenom- phenomenally different type of movie, but he does represent the old staple Marvel kind of style. And <clears throat> I feel like throwing in some wacky visuals, which sort of harken back to a Guardians of the Galaxy 2014-esque like visual palette. Because like when they do that uh-huh. panning shot, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That almost terrible digital panning shot. Yes, that was not uh, a good. Um, boy, I wish oh, they had a little more time to work on that. I was like, it doesn't even look nice. It's like, like when he lands near the beginning, talking about digital effects. Why was there a digital sand dune? Right. Which was the worst thing to open. So, almost open your film on. And, and it stands out so much because, like, the actual physical uh, production is actually quite good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I actually like the set. For all, it, for all me saying that it looks like other things, I actually kind of like the aesthetic anyway of the place. Yeah. And I do like some of the comedy with some of the other people that are there where the guy is a stupid recurring joke, but he doesn't know what a fish is. He doesn't know what this is because all he knows is the timekeeper place. Um, and I feel like there's some really nice sort of witty banter between Owen Wilson and a few yes. characters. Yes. Like he says, like I'm looking up to you, and it's how it should be, and stuff like that. And um, there's like, uh, like I really am not uh, like I generally he he Owen Wilson kind of grates me. I don't know why. Um, it just does. But I generally liked him in this. Like he he was really nice to that. Like he seemed quite warm and friendly to the child. Um, he's very yeah. personable to, and he has like a likability here where I know everyone like usually likes Owen Wilson, and I'm usually just no. But this time I finally get what everyone else maybe mm-hmm. sees over all of his movies. And um, like he grounds the whole fucking episode. And, and I feel like the um, <laughs> yeah main guard doesn't get enough time. She's just an angry woman, an angry black woman, which is even worse, um, like a worse trope. And a few of the other like attempts at characters sort of work and don't really work. Um, and it's, right, it's well, very. <laughs> I got I got to push back a little bit. Uh, okay. Um, so number one, I agree that the digital panel was terrible. Like there's some digital shots here that are just not not up to snuff. I don't know if they uh, tried to cheap cheap roll this thing a little bit, but it was a little disappointing. Um, so I agree. Some of the humor it doesn't fully go there. Uh, the scene where he's supposed to sign everything he's read. Uh, there's a lot of potential there to do to show the tedium of all of this, and I don't really think they delve into it enough to show how crazy this all is. It just feels it feels like hinting at what uh, 
this agency is all about rather than like giving you the full weight of it. Um, I thought the, the, the part where he's like not sure if he's really a robot or not uh, kind of worked. Um, the dude who gets uh, zapped, he, you know, whatever. Um, I, I really did like the animation. It hints at uh, the animation exposition, that it hints at more of like what Marvel's going to be doing in the next phase, I feel like. Uh, if, you, if you couldn't tell, Kang is in that animation uh, as one of the gods, I believe. So, um, like, King's coming. There's, there's going to be time stuff coming. Um, multi-universe stuff coming. I mean, we know that the, um, the Doctor Strange movie is like the multi, what, Multiverse of Madness is the title, right? So, like... When she says a madness multiverse war, whatever. Right. Like, she even mentions that, doesn't she? Like stuff's coming. Uh, like this, I think it's it's. This is also like the kickoff of, hey guys, we're gonna slowly show you what like this weird time stuff can be like. I, I think it's it's kind of like a tutorial episode for everything that's gonna be happening. So I, I understand them going slow for the general population. Um, I thought the trial scene was okay, uh, but I, I I agree. It really did come to life when Owen Wilson shows up uh, to to interact with Loki because. He, he does a really excellent job of, like, being, like, fun, but also, like, being kind of um, authoritative and then also sort of talking down to Loki a little bit as well. Like, there's a, a moment where they're, they're speaking in front of that, like, theater screen, and uh, and Loki's like, uh, no, Owen Wilson's like, oh, it, it makes you seem smart. And Loki's like, I am smart. And Owen Wilson answers like, oh, I, I know. But it's in a, like, a placating, but also you're not as smart as you feel you are. Uh, it was like a really great line read, and they're like he's able to. Wilson has a lot of like great range uh, in this small character uh, that I really appreciated. Um, I I felt like the the escape. Yeah, of course he's gonna escape, Dan. But uh, I mean that's Loki. It's like saying, oh, Thor swinging his hammer. I can't believe they had him swing his hammer. Oh, yeah, that's what Thor does. He swings the hammer. <laughs> the thing um, is, it didn't feel. Well, I knew he was gonna escape, but it didn't. Didn't feel uh, dramatically interesting at all. Like he just runs around. The only interesting thing is that he realizes that they're super, super powerful. Um, right. I think he comes to uh, grips with the limit. Like he keeps in here, he's still calling himself a god. And by the end of the episode, he's realized that like he's not as powerful as he thinks. Like we've had, I don't know, what 18 movies since the first Avengers, uh, where this yeah. character has not had any of that. So. Um, uh, you know, he hasn't realized all the the craziness that that could happen. I I, I had fun when he was escaping. I I liked him vindictively uh, making that that guard relive the same, you know, half a second over and over and over again. It felt very uh, 2012 Loki. I liked his interaction with that that uh, weird um, uh, paper pusher guy who didn't know what a fish was. I thought that character kind of popped a little bit uh, in, in, in the episode. Um, to be fair, it's one of the only ones I remember. So that's, uh... <laughs> uh, I, I think you have a good point that the guard was just sort of like an angry, angry black woman, but, uh, I have a feeling she's going to be in the show more. So hopefully she gets more to do. Uh, there, there are yeah. posters all over LA that feature, um, Loki, Owen Wilson and that guard. So uh, I assume she's going to get more to do, uh, in, in, in the show. But I, you know, I think a lot of Americans haven't read um hitchhiker's guide uh don't watch doctor who i think this is a good like you know um 
it's a, it's, a, it's a lighter side of that sort of sci-fi, but I also thought it was like a lot of fun. I, I think it really painted, hey, this is what the show is going to be about. Uh, this is this is the starting point. It, it, it lets you go in slowly and um, really get a feel for what's going to come. And this felt like a really good, like, number one issue uh, comic book for me. Like, if this was an all-new Marvel and Loki was captured and he's got to do, like, a time caper, this felt like the way... Uh, uh, that that would have been introduced and I, I really appreciated it that way if that makes sense I think I liked it a lot more because it just felt like oh this would be a great issue number one and maybe I'm not evaluating it as uh, its own episode <laughs> fairly enough but uh, I, I thought like I, oh you've, you've set everything up really nicely I feel like <clears throat> um, the the show doesn't really like when it's them to uh, Wilson and uh, Hiddleston mm-hmm. in the room together. It, that's where, to me, that's where it, it sort of starts and ends as being a really interesting character piece. Maybe I just want drama. I don't know. Um, or because I, because the comedy sort of fell mostly flat with me uh, throughout. And like it is fun in places, um, like later on and such forth. But I feel like it's. I was more interested. I was more engaged when they were introspecting, like when he watches his own death. Um, uh-huh. I was more engaged with the because I like, not even the fan stuff, like seeing the Infinity Stones or like Kang or whatever. Not not, not even any of that got me like excited. Um, and ironically, uh, when I found out it was the, the villain is um, supposedly Loki, uh, we have no idea if that's true or not. Um, right. I was kind of like, oh. An evil self traveling through time. Oh no, because I have never made it like uh, I've made it quite public that time travel stories aren't always my like. Oh I get right, right, quick, right. Pretty quickly. Um, and recently I watched um the slightly inferior Marvel Runaways, and like some of that storyline <laughs> in the end was was about future selves, past selves, and evil okay. selves coming through different. And I'm just like. And it is a very big tr- like time travel trope, isn't it? Um, sure. And I was just kind of like, I don't mind the time travel, but I want it to last. Like, I want it to feel like it has a lasting impact and it's not just going to be like erased out of existence. Sure, Because um, sure. that's what a lot of time travel, like, like they love to do. Totally. Uh, but I think instead of going, oh, it's it, instead of when they reveal it was it's Loki, and I imagine a few people, a lot of people, are like, oh wow! I was kind of, I literally just went, oh, <laughs> like I was, I was so like anyone but like. Um, but then that that right, so um, that reveals. Um, I'm coming from this place from obviously uh, a, a lot of bias. Like I'm not a big fan of time travel stories. Um, right. End game, end game, I enjoy, but it only just passes my test of time travel stories before I get bored <laughs> of the idea. Um, I was never a big fan of Owen Wilson, but he's flipped it. However, Loki is like my le- one of my least favorite Marvel characters anyway. And I find Hiddleston's performance great, but often in the four movies, apart from Ragnarok, I'm kind of like, I'm over you. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, I've, I've never been. I'm with you there. I, he's never been like, oh, oh, wow, what a great. I need some more Loki. Like, this was not a series I was really looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, so. So I was really surprised at how much I liked that first episode because I was never. It, like, I agree, Ragnarok. He's like a much more interesting character. Finally, like they finally like like moved him from 
cackling villain to like something interesting by that movie. Uh, so to have him regress back to like I just want to rule the world was uh, a little disappointing. But they're already showing signs that like this is going to be sort of a different. We're going to get some character growth in this ep- in this series. Well, no, I, I I have full confidence. Like I've enjoyed everything else they've done, and th- to be honest, this is just like um. I'll hand unlike a lot of people, I'll put my hands up and say maybe it's just my biases against certain things which have painted it into a less positive picture. Um, because I was entertained, like I enjoyed uh-huh. it, like I didn't go, oh, I hate it. <laughs> and um, full disclosure, uh, listeners, I'm in a slightly bad mood anyway today, so as of recording, so my, everything might be going tits up in that sense. Huh. Um, but um. I feel like hand on heart, honestly, even when I watched it and I enjoyed it, it didn't feel like there was enough for me to come back to a second episode. Really? I I was like, I enjoyed that. Much like I enjoy a lot of things that I could put on as background noise. So I don't know if that feels like damning criticism of it, but I don't feel like um, I feel like I'm going to obviously watch it because podcast and such forth and it, i'm hoping it gets better um but at the moment i'm kind of like it's on the lower side of good after a couple of days of thinking about it it's definitely oh. on the lower side of what's good um for me personally well but, i like time travel stories and this doesn't really feel uh, that much like a time travel story uh to me not at least not yet um and I, I, I like the aesthetic. I think it was a lot of fun it could be had there. I'm disappointed they didn't go a little bit deeper into the like the minutia. I think showing how um, crazy, uh, like like the tedium of all of that would have been, uh, could have been a lot of comedy there. I look. I um, obviously this this episode shines when it's Wilson and Hilson together. Like that, that's that's where we get the good stuff here. There's a lot of fun of Loki uh, traipsing around the agency and, and being the the god of mischief. Mischief. Um, I, I I have not looked at the online criticism at all, so I don't know if people are like, oh my god, it's it's another Loki at the end. Who would have thought? Like that didn't blow me away, but it also wasn't like a, a like a dead fish for me either. I was like, okay. Cool. That makes sense why Owen Wilson wants to use him. Uh, but also, there's a lot of possibilities there. Like, which Loki is this? Uh, what is that going to mean for this character? What if it's the same actual character that Owen Wilson has pulled out, also becomes the evil one, and then it also has to stop himself? Like, that would be... Uh, like, I, I, I like that sort of paradoxical, time travely weirdness. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually really intrigued by what they're going to do here. Um, I was not... Uh, I just felt like it really presented the theme, theme, the premise, uh, really well here. I, I would not put this on the lower level of Marvel stuff. I thought, like, in terms of episode ones, I thought this was probably the best episode one we've seen of the Marvel TV. Uh, I don't know, if, do we call it TV? The MCU series is. I thought this one did the best job of an episode one. WandaVision Ooh. episode one is. Uh, I think a big hurdle for a lot of people. Um, I, I I had fun with it, and there's like it only gets interesting really at the very end. But in the the first you know 20 minutes, you're like, what are we doing here? Um, I don't really feel like it set. 
here, if you tip your hand too much in the first episode, you really blow what's going on. So I get what they're going for, but I, I feel like that's a that's a hard hurdle for a lot of people to get over. And I've heard a lot of people say that. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was fun. Um, I, it just felt like it didn't quite set up the series as well as it could have. Um, uh, I just felt like this this first episode was like this is this is Loki. This is the setting he's in. This is what he's up against. This is the weirdness you're going to go through. And there was like uh, a lot of fun, some humor, some good character moments in there. I just thought it did uh, an excellent job of like, here's the start, and we're going to get running next 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 episode. I just, just set everything up really nicely. I appreciated that. No, that's true. And it's why I, ca- I would call it a tr- like sort of a, a more old-fashioned traditional sort of Marvel. Fact, sure. Because it does sure. is what it needs to do. Because, like, obviously, WandaVision was released. Uh, it wasn't just released as one episode uh, to begin with. It was oh, right. With... It was two episodes. Yeah, you needed that. Yeah. So so you've got to obviously think about the way it was released. And uh, I think it's it, – we shouldn't – I should stop comparing things to WandaVision because that, like, captured a zeitgeist. Um, yep, yep. Like a, a moment in time, which I don't think any of the other shows are ever going to emulate again. Right. Um because like it was the first Marvel thing after a year, like pop, proper, and it was this crazy, like, concept, which sort of hid this uh, tragic story in it, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like like emotional uh, core. So I feel like um, you'll not catch that. And I feel, and when it comes to Winter Soldier, um, I feel like it. You're right. The first episode, I, I'm again. I'll I'll put my hands up and say I'm biased because I adore Sam. But um, I feel like it. He had a lot bigger shoes to fill than Loki did. Oh sure, 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 sure. Um, and I think it it did a, a competent out of the gate episode. Oh, and you're probably right that I I, I I enjoyed the episode. It just um. It doesn't set the series up. Well, yeah, you're right. This this is very much by the books, sort of like a issue one. Um, and it embraces its comic book uh, roots much yeah. more than the, the the others do. I feel like this one has one, to, in in a way that the yeah. others may may not have had to. Whereas, um, I feel like Wonder Vision embraces obviously TV as a mm-hmm. medium, mm-hmm. and uh, Falcon and Wonder Winter Soldier um, embraces like the sort of um for the uh, win, um the the original winter soldier film yes um, yes that, that entire like they each they each uh doff their hat to a different genre um i just feel like this this one was a little i don't know it just didn't fly quite fly with me it works as a as a first episode like but i just didn't i'm hoping for stronger content maybe mm-hmm. i'm just being uh well, we could be getting like a lot of, uh, and maybe this will make it even worse for you, where Loki's going through the different, uh, you know, different periods, trying to chase himself or trying to track oh, yeah. himself. I, th- I think it's going to get more exciting as we go. It's going to be basically. I do like Doctor Who for someone who doesn't like time travel. That's such a weird thing. <laughs> but I like Doctor Who because of like the concept of two people put in a past world. What I don't like about time travel is when it consistently, and it's Star Trek's fault consistently goes on about multiple people multiple paths and paradoxes uh-huh. so once you've seen like the variations of made-up time travel you kind of like they can only go so many ways if they if right, Loki's right, right. just gonna be like this time this day i'm 
I'm with Victor, like Victorian Linden. Tomorrow I will be here, and I'll be like, oh, fair enough. It's just different set dressings. With the yeah, same I think mission. I think it's going to be different set dressings. At least I I hope so. Um, because as long as I think what happens is if 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 we're allowed a different Loki than the one we got at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. um, I might be more like yay, but we'll we'll see. I think I I generally think by the end of it I'll be completely on hopefully on the completely opposite uh, end of the spectrum and hand, held, ha, hold my hands up and be like yeah my my analysis of the my critique or whatever of the first episode was kind of wrong in retrospect but um no but, you, you got some good criticism like some valid criticism here like I, I get where you're coming from and i think for the, like the general population they don't see all the references that that you see oh, no. it just comes off as like quirky, weird time travel sci-fi story, which is what they're going for. Because I can always gauge, no offense to my boyfriend, but I can always gauge the the general audience usually through Ian, and Ian enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but he likes he likes Loki a lot. Um, so oh, okay. Could be, but no, I have my own criticisms, but I'm not saying it's bad. Personally, mm-hmm. it was just like sort of good, like just near the good ratio of whatever ratio we're using. Mm-hmm. Um. I think as a first, I've seen so many first episodes which do fuck all. Um, so, <laughs> um, as a first episode, as like you said, it does play quite well and quite strongly. And like when we review comics and we review uh, issue ones, I'm I'm I always chirp up with trying to like, is it new reader friendly? And oh. I feel like I should really keep that criticism here of that it is it is accessible. I think it is a bit over long uh, with its accessibility, yeah. but. Uh, you know, some people that some people need the extra. Um, um, I think people need time. some people need the hand holding a little bit, which is frustrating. But you know, we, <laughs> art dies by its audience. So. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, I, I personally feel like cut down on the tedium or, or make the tedium a little longer would have made it make more sense as to what how frustrating that place is. I feel uh, like a a montage of tedium mm-hmm. as opposed to long drawn out scenes of it would have probably been a, a wiser choice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know no for sure I, just, I feel like these weren't long like drawn out long enough to be honest to show if you really want to delve into that um so i, I got a couple questions for you dan and this <laughs> is me just being nerdy here a little bit uh and i personally because i don't know uh so we've got the time broker in exiles right yeah He's not a part of this agency in the comics, right? I don't think so. Does this agency exist in the comics? I don't. I don't know. I, um, I, I don't know either. Because, and this is, I hope this doesn't sound terrible, but they had uh, someone of shorter height in the series, and my head just went, oh, "Is this going to be the time broker? Are they setting stuff up for Exile?" So like, I was for a second, I was like, <laughs> "Uh oh, here we go." Um, but uh, like that jumped in my head uh, for a second. Uh, you don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can certainly see them. I can totally see them doing a sort of. What's the DC show called with the time travel? Uh, oh, um, shoot. Something. Something. <laughs> I I like that show too. Uh, the one with White Canary and yeah, the atom. Um, I haven't watched it all. Oh God. Um, we'll get to it at some point. Anyway, um, Heroes I can totally see them. Something. It's it's something like that. Yes, I think it's like something of tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I like the um, show a lot. I think that one 
does what this is doing, but on a, a smaller TV budget, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like they could totally use the time broker, steal the Exiles concept, and do it with like a group of events. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and and just have that as a TV show or a film. I would. Would it be know, film? Alternate versions of Black Widow and whoever else has died in the uh comes back we get Phil Coulson back again again <laughs> yeah oh we need to talk about well, ask you other questions um, and we need um to... <laughs> so what do you think about uh Kang them setting up Kang here do you, are you excited for for that at all right so Kang Kang I love the story Kang Dynasty mm-hmm. uh which is uh, in my favorite Avengers run and I do kind of like some Kang stuff. Iron Lad's kind of fun. Um, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes really did, really used him really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm totally down for like a ridiculous villain that may have a little bit more... That's not fair, because Thanos had a, an incredible uh, film to, to himself. Right. But then Ted, like a pantomime villain afterwards. But I'd love like a more cerebral villain... Mm-hmm. Hovering it, hovering in a chair, being able to like pull weapons from any, <laughs> any time, <right. laughs> having an army from wherever he wants. Um, I do like it. I hope they don't go really mental with it. You know, where he's got the celestial Madonna and all that jazz. Uh, but it's just like, just Kang. But um, it excites me because it means that we might get Iron Lad <laughs> more than anything. Yeah. Else. Well, I was gonna say like we've got what's his name Harley who was in Iron Man three who people are hinting at might be like an Iron Lad kind of character, like Zekna end up being King. It's like King's going to be Iron Man's fault. That's a, of course, why not? Everything else is. Right. <laughs> so, I, haven't, I haven't read that much King stories, so... Um, King Dynasty's awesome. Okay. Really, um, if you can get uh, the Kurt Busiek and George Perez... Um, Avengers from the early, the late 90s, 99 to like early 2000s. Right. Before it was all, they were all eradicated. Um, it's really good. It's like, it's it, to me, it feels like classic Avengers without it being the 70s. Um, uh, so. Well, Busek is uh, sort of a god. <laughs> He's amazing. Uh, I love any time, and I've said this before, any time anyone steps to him on Twitter, he is like, uh, nope, actually, comics are like this. And he just like like a historian will point out like why you don't understand what was happening. Uh, that dude is amazing. It's good, and that it has so much going for it. Um, it starts with a ridiculous Morgan the Face story where they all get transported back to like Arthurian times, and they're all like mm-hmm. Captain America's like a knight and stuff. But um, he 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 delves into uh, Scarlet Witch's powers. I think he's the one that changes it from mutant power to magic. Um, and then we have like an Ultron story, which is really fun. And then obviously the, the Kang story sort of tops it off, which mm-hmm. then leads on into like Avengers Forever, uh, which also I really like as a as a. Um, and then he he introduces some some new char- characters that don't really work, but I don't mind. So you well not new characters, but new members. So you got Firestar and um, the do what's his name Justice. Um, and then they introduce like a new is it Triathlon Man um into it as well and i just i don't know it just i just really enjoy it <laughs> and i really like press press artwork so sure uh, uh, I, i'm kind of there's some filling out ice which don't work but on the whole though it it's a fun like avengers run 
you can collect it's collected in like four oversized paperbacks so or you can get it all marvel limited i imagine right right um but yeah i feel like that's that's that, that's the most kang i like <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh wasn't he in the exiles book as well for a minute yeah he was like the main villain for the right. new one of the main villains which i didn't mind kang there so and he's heavily like linked to the creation of young avengers so right um yeah and i think that's always in we've been expecting this for a while but like young avengers i'm i'm excited for, for waiting and waiting for that to start <laughs> we'll get there eventually yes we will uh we got kate coming soon we got um america's coming in in that uh doctor strange movie miss marvel's coming like i'm excited uh yeah they gotta bring iron lad in right i don't see why they wouldn't have harley come in and do that it, it would make a lot of sense it would it would be perfect it's like a perfect hand hand <clears throat> didn't they announce that riri is getting a costume a costume a film yeah a, TV a show. film or a series but like it would i think there's also like you know who's taken the throne of iron man like is it going to be harley he feels like he's got some sort of claim to it uh is it going to be stark's uh is, is pepper gonna have something to do with it is his daughter gonna want something riri's gonna be around like that could be sort of an interesting story of almost like when, when superman died who's 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 gonna carry that weight moving forward yeah because they've got that armor wars tv show coming out as well mm-hmm. um so it'd be interesting to see what they're gonna go with with all right. of it have you got any more questions, or should we talk about Phil Coulson? Oh, we? we should talk about Phil Coulson. Uh. <laughs> so I feel sorry for Phil Coulson. They frame it really well in this episode. That little mm-hmm. moment where he, where he's like the last person who said blah, blah blah to me, and he's like, yeah, and because of that, the Avengers. Um, so um, I really enjoyed that uh, exchange, but I always feel really bad because <laughs> Ages of Shield has had like forever on tv and it obviously had a loyal fan base um but not a massive fan base right I feel like, loyal but small but i feel like the poor phil calls like he should have stepped out and be like i'm alive um <laughs> just just, just, just the annoy loki um and i wonder if he's actually gonna because he's been mentioned and he's an integral part of loki's on-screen journey right um because <clears throat> isn't he the first human being loki ever properly murders um isn't that like maybe like isn't that the the, i thought that because i kind of feel like that's the big thing like the like it was a personal murder as opposed Mm -hmm. to like blowing shit up right 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 Um, and i feel like it'd be interesting for him to interact with colson but Having Coulson turn up and a lot of people not seeing Agents of Shield, a lot of people are going to be like, "What? What? Yeah." But time travel means that they can see uh-huh. a younger Coulson, right? With the digital, uh, should we call it a glow down rather than a glow up? Uh, <laughs> glow back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I'm glad. I was worried. Uh, not worried. There was a possibility that that uh, Owen Wilson was gonna be like, oh, you thought you killed him? You didn't even do that right. Like, look, he's still alive. Like, I thought they were gonna. <laughs> and then when they didn't, I'm like, oh yeah, uh, it works better uh, in this story that he didn't come back. But also, 
like MCU has like never acknowledged the existence of Agents of Shield uh, at all. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know the um right. So if we run the time, the most craziest thing in the world is that you know the helicarrier in Age of Ultron at the yeah, end. Yeah. Agents of Shield. Coulson builds that. Like that's literally like an entire plot's worth of a season. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, no, the, the the series sort of try to build itself into into the overall universe, but the universe never acknowledged the series. No, it's like I a very abusive relationship. Me. Yeah, because like they're like, oh, you got a, a helicopter, and everyone's like, push. <laughs> it's, right. it's just magically just there. <laughs> no one did it. And like the like the the poor, um, like the series did did so much better for Inhuman, like the Inhuman concept than the right. actual Inhuman show. Oh. And oh, yeah. and like people and it's like people in some of the films people are like oh the superpower people and I'm like really if you really are connected to like Agents of Shield <laughs> there's like a million of the fuckers right. they're on the news all the time <laughs> like Ghost Rider um, the planet nearly explodes you know what I mean it's, it's just so crazy that they can't even be bothered it's almost as 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 um. It's more of a slap in the face than, like, say, the Netflix stuff, where I think it was, like, in episode one, awesome, or Daredevil was like, oh, yeah, the Battle of New York. Yeah, they never mention anyone's name. They'll be like, oh, that big green guy or the guy with the hammer. That's, that's what they say. <laughs> uh, look, I think, to be fair to the MCU, their hands are kind of tied, because if, if the show wasn't big enough, like, they mentioned, oh, what about that thing that happened with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? And you'd have ninety percent of the audience be like, "What are they talking about? I didn't see that. Yeah. That didn't that didn't sell a billion dollars worth of stuff." Um, no, no, no. I totally, I, I understand. I just think sometimes it's like, oh, I feel, I feel like I feel sorry because it's such like a, uh, it was always on the verge of cancellation, but somehow yeah. it managed to survive for like seven seasons, and it evolved into such a different like being mm-hmm. to what it was, and I feel like, oh, give it some credit <laughs> for existing. Mm-hmm. That but yeah, um, the MCU only cares about what it produces on Disney Plus now. Um, so. Right. I, I'm I'm sure there is a little bit of like, uh, we don't want to touch any of that Perlmutter stuff. Like that is uh, a little radioactive, <laughs> like creatively <laughs> speaking, you know. I like the idea that there's some rumors like um, Daredevil, the the dude that plays Daredevil is going to be in like the new Spider-Man and mm-hmm. like. Are oh, they going to get the actress that played Quake? She's going to actually be Quake again, but it's going to be like the I've MCU. heard that, which makes no sense to me. Like no one cares. Yeah, it's like she's going to be the MCU's Quake, and I'm like, but but why? <laughs> like, just just if you want to watch Quake, just watch Agents of Shield. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's the same as what I said about the Fantastic Four. It's characters that I know this is sacrilegious to some people that the MCU doesn't need. Uh-huh. So. I love the X-Men, but I don't even think it needs mutants. So. It, it really doesn't, to be honest. And I think Charlie Day was great. As, not Charlie Day. Charlie Cough, Cox was great as Daredevil. But um, I don't... He's How how many years ago was that? 2010? 2012? Uh, I just feel, it just feels like a while ago. I haven't known. Where he started. I feel like he's sort of aged out of the part, to be honest. Like, uh, if... People watch the show, but not that many people watch the show. So, like, you could recast with someone a little younger to give that, that character some more life. You know what According I mean? The metrics, more people watched uh, Luke Cage, but you wouldn't hear that. <laughs> you don't hear people begging um, him to come back. 
Oh, and, and that's that's a shame because oh boy, I lost this. Forgot his name. He's got another series. He's on a, a, another TV show right now. But he was a great Luke Cage. Uh, it was just the the show that didn't really understand its tone, unfortunately. Um, and we don't need to have uh, Iron Fist. But we're, we're good, right? We're good. Shang Chi can just replace him. Yeah. The, uh, hey, I, I think they could bring in Jessica Jones. That would make sense to me. Uh, I don't. I think that's a, a great actress, but um, maybe it's not the same exact character. Like they really killed. Was it not Wildcat? Um, oh, um, Hellcat. Hellcat. They destroyed that character. But you know, I don't know if you need Hellcat in uh, Avengers movies uh, either. But like, there, there are pieces you could bring in if you want to keep Vincent D'Onofrio as a kingpin. I would mind, even if you had to like restart his whole history. Like that is a. Uh, sort of an ageless look, and that that D'Onofrio can pull off. Like there are elements you could bring in, but you, I kind of like the idea. We're getting way off topic here, but of like Spider-Man being on trial and like in another universe, even where Charlie Charlie Cox is like Daredevil, um, lawyering for him for a minute. But like we don't need to have that be the Daredevil for forever moving forward. No, I, I feel like. They need to wash their hands clean of these things and like mm-hmm. in ten years time, just bring it all bring it all back. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? Sure. Like I generally don't think the Fantastic Four the Fantastic Four haven't been off the table long enough for for them to be rebooted. Um The Fantastic I'm no one remembers the Fantastic Four, Dan. <laughs> I, I just feel like the, and maybe it's just me. Maybe it's that comic's fault. I blame Dan's lot. Oh um, man. Yeah. No, I, I agree. This is uh, it's been shameful. It's been shameful. Um, I just, I don't know. And and with X Men, unless, unless it's my perfect X Men film, which is it's all about Bobby coming mm-hmm. out as being a mutant, and then he finds the rest of the X Men, which is just like a collection of like Storm and Jubilee and stuff. Um, I don't want it. <laughs> so, I think you change your mind when when stuff starts happening. <laughs> I have oh, a feeling. All, all, I, all I see is like the flash of a a bam or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, it's mine. I'm mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go watch it. If I can watch the other fucking X Men movies, I'll watch. Um, right, right, the yeah. Marvel ones. <laughs> yeah, if I'm gonna watch Dark Phoenix at least more than once, I can. I'm pretty sure I could. I'll give a Marvel one a go. Mm. Um, there's a there's a rumor. I don't remember what site. I don't think it was that reputable. Was saying that Marvel's in talks to create a Hulk versus Wolverine movie, and that's how they're gonna introduce the X Men. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because I think the clever move with Marvel is Wolverine is do what First Class tried to do, which is divorce itself from its last iterations. Right. But still, you know what I mean? So I feel like you can have the X-Men. It won't happen this way. Wolverine will have to be on the table because people will just go apeshit. Right. But you can have the X-Men start without him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fuck, do an Alpha Flight film instead. Um, oh, that was that was what they were saying. They were saying, and, and this movie will also include some Alpha Flight people because they'll never make an Alpha Flight movie. Wow. I still think the X Men would be better on a TV show mm-hmm. than a film. But we'll there's, so, there's so many characters. Uh, I, you know, I I like the idea of them doing X Men, um, and maybe at the end of the movie, there's like a hint that like Wolverine's coming later on. You know. But I, if it's if Wolverine's in the first movie, it's just going to be all about him, and we don't like. Uh, no offense to Jason, 
Um, like, I like Wolverine, but I don't need every X-Men movie to be only about Wolverine. Do you know what would be massively mental? Hmm. If they open with... Um, I don't know how, how old she would be by the time they start making it, but the Wolverine's actually just Laura. Oh, that'd be and awesome. And they're just like, fuck, fuck Logan. Oh. <laughs> like, generally, the only Wolverine in our universe is Laura. I, you know, that would be a, a great way to, because everyone loves Jackman. Like, it's a hard it's hard to recast Wolverine. Uh, yeah. Going Laura would be a very interesting way to do it. They, if, I, if, if, if they ever gave me, like, a budget and complete creative control, mm-hmm. it would just be a gay, gay X-Men film. Let's be <laughs> Everyone would be super queer, and it would be not well received. <laughs> or maybe it would be really well received. Who knows? It could. Uh, but yeah. then we've gone way off the rails here. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. We've gone. Maybe that's indicative of what Loki represents. Um, <laughs> a starting point for better things. Yeah, I think episode one is is a, a good starting point, and I'm excited to see where we go. I don't I don't even remember. It's been a while. We don't rate these individually, right? We're not giving these number ratings. Um, I'm done. But uh, like I, I enjoyed the episode. I'm excited for the see you know Wednesday, uh, what happens next. I think there are good possibilities. I think you're right. I think it it, it works as a whole, and I I think for possible reasons, I think it works as a as a, as a way of. I st- I don't know. I will watch the second episode. Maybe I'll be in a better mood next Wednesday. That's right. That's what I'm gonna say. I feel so, yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. I think is the best way to put it. All right. Well, a uh, uh, positive re- review for me. A, a lukewarm <laughs> review for Dan. <laughs> uh, hey, it's nice that we um, it's nice that we both are on different um spectrums for once. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's a, it's great discussion. And I, like I said, I don't think you have invalid criticism. Uh, I just don't know if if uh, you know, you're coming at it from someone who's watched a whole bunch of, read a whole bunch of uh, this sort of genre, whereas the general population hasn't. So they've, they've got sort of different different targets they're trying to hit than maybe uh, will hit for you, at least the, initially. Oh, um, yeah, I, I totally, I totally understand. And I, 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 I like I said, I, uh, well, like I said earlier, I put my hands up that I've got a lot of bias against immense elements of the show. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guarantee a lot of people wouldn't say that. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too used to. Um, I'll I'll say a tweet and then like some horrible person will jump down my freaking mention. Unfortunately, like, yeah, bomb. people come after you, man. Um, so maybe I'm just like, and I know you'd never come after me. So maybe I'm just like, feel a bit like, <laughs> like defend must defend my point of view. I I <laughs> no, you're all good. I'm never gonna come after you. We're good. And and for better or for worse, no one pays attention to me on Twitter at all, so I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, but, uh, Dan, this is great to talk to you uh, about the show. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week to talk about episode two. Uh, but before then, uh, Dan, where can everyone find us? You can find us on www.podbean.com forward slash Excalibros, which is, houses all of our previous episodes, even the ones about comics and not TV. We are on. Uh, if you type us Excalibur into into Google, you will, you should get everything brought up. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, I assume everywhere. Um, we're we're everywhere. Um, 
And we are on Twitter at Excalibur is one where you can tweet at us or not. Sure, just fundamentally, I'll try. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, this is so much fun, Dan. Um, and everyone, we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, we can, we can do I apologize if that was good.